0: Villa v Leeds match preview under the lights on Friday. We've got our old little recent enemy coming to Villa Park. They don't like us and we're probably not really too keen on Leeds United either, are we? So there has been a little bit of niggle over the last couple of meetings. There was even a little bit at Ellen Road early on in the season with the sending off and and Villa just couldn't, couldn't get the win, could we? So we've got our Leeds United coming up and we're going to talk about Leeds, talk about Villa, preview the game to start with and then we'll go on to a little bit more in depth of of what's happening at Aston Villa after that. So, Hannah, how are you feeling? Leeds United, Premier League, Villa's record so far under Unai Emery isn't too bad, is it?
1: No, I don't think we're doing too bad at all in the league. I think, you know, he's come in and we've immediately seen an impact, which is obviously what all of us wanted. Um, so you're going into each game at the minute feeling like pretty positive. And I think even, you know, last week against Wolves, when the first half performance wasn't brilliant, we still we still saw, especially in the second half, that there were signs there of, of progress and that we're fighting in games, which I think is something we struggled with a lot under Gerard. And even the last meeting against Leeds earlier in the season, we were very toothless, weren't we? So you like to think that that's something we're improving on under Emery, um, particularly in the league, as i say. say. Um, so I think, yeah, we've just got to get up for it, haven't we? I think it's that type of game where there is, a, for some reason, it's got to be back to that. Weird game in the Championship, but there's this weird little bit of a rivalry now. Um, Not sure I can 100% buy into it, but to be honest, sometimes you need a bit of that feisty nature to a game to get you up for it, don't you? So, I think going into it, the players will have had a decent bit of rest. So, we should hopefully see a pretty full-strength team. Um, Hopefully, a couple of people come back into the side from injury. So, I think we've got to be positive um, and in Unai we trust, which is the the new saying now, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Definitely.
1: He's the main
0: man and he's who my sole focus is on at the minute because I'll back him 110%. Ryan, Leeds United coming to Villa Park. Thoughts?
2: Yes. They've not got a bad record, have they, at Villa Park. It's like they come to us, do a job on us and we'll go to their place and do a job on them. So it's up to us to stop that trend now. Um, obviously, the elephant in the room that we haven't spoke about yet, the poor FA Cup result, we need to banish that immediately. So we've got a game under the lights, Friday night, Leeds coming to town. Leeds always bring a rowdy crowd, don't they? They're always rowdy. They do you head in. They don't stop shouting the noise. So we've got to nullify that straight away. You know, Villa Park has got to be at its intimidating best. We've got to be bullish. We've got to be moody. We've got to be violent. We've got to bite back. I want to I want to see a real raucous Villa Park on Friday because um, we need it. We need it. Then players need jigging up and we need to offer that support to them. We need to start playing our role because what will Leeds want to do as soon as they rock up? They will want to get an early goal and just swing the mood of Villa Park completely, will not they? And if we go a goal behind, if we're not mentally set for this battle on Friday, then we're going to struggle. We're going to struggle because I, I could just see it turning very moody in the in the wrong direction if we were to, to go a goal down early. So finally off, Villa Park, nice and loud, the players up for it, looking to rectify that poor result that we had. Um... Because Leeds, uh, they're as mentally fragile as us. Um, I've seen a couple of the games this season. Um, they've took the league quite a few times and, and lost the league. They can't buy a win at the minute. A couple of draws in the last game. You're going back to like early November, late October from when they got back-to-back wins against Liverpool and Bournemouth. So they're desperate for something. They're desperate for something. And we've got to stop being a charity because... Normally, when you're desperate for something, you rock up at Villa Park and it's bloody wrapped up, gift present. There you go. Off, off, back up the motorway, you go with your three points. So, um, we've got to stop that. And we've really got to, um, we've really got to be ruthless, ruthless on Friday night.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and whenever I, whenever I feel what, you know, watch leads, uh, I always think that they're they're trying to do the right things. They're trying to play the right way. That they, they, they try and press, but whenever I watch them, I always come away from it thinking there's there's just something that's not quite working. You know, and I think because when they came back into the Premier League, they were they were rampant, weren't they? You know, under Bielsa, they're they're pressing, they're running, they 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 sort of like. The man, man, what what do they call it? Like, man on, do you know what I mean? Like, it was man for man, weren't it? How they were playing, like, you stayed on your man and then if you beat them, then they were away, weren't they? And they were explosive and they were dynamite. And I I just feel like they're still trying to find their identity. And, you know, they they do try and do the, the right things, but then they, they've got a mistake in them. And I think they... they let themselves down at times, especially some of their defending. And, and, and I think it will be a tough game, but I don't think this is the best Leeds that's come into Villa Park that we've seen so far since they've been in the Premier League. I really like Aronson. I think Rodrigo's back in, back in form, isn't he? Uh, you've got Tyler Adams, who's really good as well. So they've got some, they've got some good players. They've got a good blend. But that bat line... You know that back line for Leeds, you can get at that back line, you can create all sorts of havoc, and that's probably where their main weakness is. Midfield's decent. Rodrigo, if he's on form on his day, is decent as well. But that back line will give you chances that, and and they'll let them down. They'll, they'll let they let Leeds down. Don't they? Every time I've seen them, I never think that back back force comfortable, and you know they always give Tyro Mings so much stick, but. You know, that they'd do anything for him at the back because he's he, he'd improved massively. So let's have a little look at um, some of the stats then of, of the tale of what's going on then. So uh, our head-to-head record is 10 wins to Villa, eight to Leeds, uh, 11 draws. We've got six home wins and they've got four away wins. Uh, recent form uh, at Ellen Road this season, 0-0. Uh, last season away, 3-0 at home. It was that basketball game that was just absolutely chaotic. Uh, we won away as well, and then we lost 3-0. Uh, form guide, uh, Villa have got three wins and a draw, and like Ryan was on about, um, you know, they're, they're, they're lacking a win, aren't they? They can't buy a win, so they're not coming to Villa Park in amazing form. So they're still trying to search for points. So I don't see them being... As expansive as what we've seen them at Villa Park. Uh, this season, we are 11th, they're 14th. We won six games, have won four. We've both lost eight games. This was their lineup in their last Premier League game. So, like I'm saying, Ayling, Cock, Kupac, Pascal Stroke, uh, Adams, Rocker in the middle. That's a nice little partnership they've got going on. Uh, Wilfried Gonto is playing really well as well. He's looking really lively. So, going forward, there will be a threat. Uh, But I think if Villa can really put that back line under pressure, then we can get some joy. Uh, This was their average positions for their last Premier League game. Um, So pretty compact, pretty organised. They attack predominantly down the left and the right-hand side. And their strengths are attacking set-pieces, creating long-shot opportunities, coming back from losing positions, stealing the ball from the opposition. That's where Rocket and Tyler Adams come into play. Uh, their weaknesses are keeping all the possession, stopping the opposition, creating chances, avoiding individual errors, protecting the lead and defending against skillful players. And then this is the table currently in the Premier League. So, Justin,
3: what are your thoughts? Hmm. I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, they're in a bit of up and down form, like you've just pointed out. Uh, But their results, whilst they haven't picked up the points, haven't been terrible. I mean, they they beat uh, Bournemouth 4-3, which was a very entertaining game. I watched that one. Uh, Man City, I mean, it's hard to get anything against Man City. They got a good point away at Newcastle and then a a good draw against uh, West Ham, who are sort of battling for the lives. So it shows those last five results that they are battling for everything. and. When Jesse Marsh got the job, I thought that's an awful appointment that he's that coming after Bielsa, you know. But I think he's done an all right job. Then I think he's mm. the fans sort of get behind him now. I think they like him now. Um, and there is this little bit of needle with us, isn't there? Uh, through that game in the championship that they went and scored that goal, um, I am pretty confident. We're back to the Premier League. We're back to the bread and butter now. You know, we'll have a full full strength team out. I'm really hoping McGinn. He's back. I've no idea what what the injury is like. I've, I've got a feeling he won't be, but it would be nice to get him back in. I think a full strength Villa. Friday, you know, after what happened in the week, I like to think that that you know that was the kick up the arse needed to get back on it on Friday. Um, we're in good form. Ten points from the last five games in the in the form table puts us. A sixth, you know, there's any Brentford who are flying and then Newcastle, Liverpool, United and Arsenal have got more points in the last five games than us. So we've got to use these things, it, you know, to be positive about, you know, there is still lots to be positive about. No one was more upset about the result the other night than I was, um, but, we're back to the bread and butter, we're back to the, the, the meat and drinking of, of the Premier League and we have got a decent first 11 They've all got to be on it. We can't have no hangovers from from the Stevenage game. We've got to be positive. The manager will have done all the talking in the last few days. He will have hopefully got that out of the system. They'll have talked through everything that they weren't happy with and he would get a team... And the team will be prepared. I've no doubt the team will be prepared for Leeds on Friday, everything they're going to throw at us. So we're just going to need a good start to the game. Like always at Willow Park, a good solid start. Let's get ahead in the game. Let's get beyond the lads. And, uh, uh, you know, in the league, you know, we'll be looking good. We're in a very sort of no man's land position in the league at the moment, aren't we? We're sort of five points above what you would currently call the relegation pack. And we're about five points away from having a real serious sort of shot at anything up up above. So it's looking like a mid-table sort of season for us. So, and that's sort of about where we are, I think, at the moment, given our results are so inconsistent. Uh, so, you know, we've got a couple of half-decent games coming up now. If we can get decent points from them with Southampton just around the corner as well. Everton not too long into the future we've got to be positive, haven't we? You know, we have had a bit of a kick in this week, but let's get, get on it again. Let's get a good, good positive result against Leeds and we'll be back up and running again.
0: We have, but I think we do have to talk about Sunday and Stevenage and the performance because I've felt a bit crap today thinking about Villa, if I'm being, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, And it, I keep coming back to not Stevenage. The Wolves' first half is the thing that I keep thinking about, you know. And I, I keep thinking about the fact that we've been we'd come off the back of a fantastic win against Spurs. Confidence was flying. We were we should have been bang at it, you know. We know Emery has this master plan every single game tactically. And we performed like that in the first half against Wolves. And then we came back into the game. So fair play to Aston Villa. That was really, really pleasing. Sign of fight. And then we backed that up on Sunday with the performance and what happened towards the end of the game. And now it's put a little bit more pressure on Leeds United at home because if we have another poor performance or a bad result, it's then going to multiply and the fan base is going to start to get even more frustrated, not at Emery. The, for me, I don't think the frustration would be at Emery. I think it would be at certain things that are going on on the football pitch um, and I think that's where my little niggle and my little worries in the back of my head that I'm now starting to think like you know, I I want to be up for the game. I want to be really positive. But at the same time, I'm sort of, I'm not too sure. Hannah, do you understand where I'm coming from and what I'm trying to explain?
1: I get it. And we all left Villa Park on Sunday with our (coughs) heads hanging low. And just a feeling of what the hell just happened because the improvements we've seen under Emery, you know, as much as the first half against Wolves was, was sluggish and disappointing, this this was the first time under the new manager that we've came away from a game thinking that was very poor. Um so I get it and I think that, and a result like that does loom over you because it's a League Two side. It's in, it's in, in, what we're probably feeling a bit is embarrassed. And we're feeling humbled because we went into that game thinking, yeah, three or four nil, we'll come away. Stoke City trip up there um, in the next round. Um, And we were humbled. So I think it's natural to feel down about it. But I think after a bit of perspective today, I've, I've probably felt okay about it. Purely because I'm trying to, one, separate the fact that we did start a lot of kind of bench players And we've realised that that's what they are, they're bench players. Um, And also, I think it was a lot about mentality. And mentality is something I think can be fixed. Um, I don't think it was a fundamental lack of ability from a lot of the players, because we know a lot of them have the ability. They're Premier League players that have um, played in this league for a good amount of time now. So it doesn't worry me that this is going to be a recurring pattern because I don't think they'll be allowed to to, to play like that um, under a manager like Emery who will only expect the best. I think it was perhaps a slight error in judgment and yes, hindsight is a beautiful thing to miss out a couple of those leaders because I think we really missed them on Sunday. I think with one or two, I'm not going to name names because I, I don't think it's, even useful at this point, but I think with one or two of our starting 11 in that side, we don't lose that game, and it was the fine margins in that sense, but I think what was more concerning was just it was was just toothless, and I think it it showed a lot about the character of the players like Ryan's mentioned earlier where was the fight, why after getting one goal did we not think, let's go and get two more, you know it wasn't even like we were having loads of shots on goal. It, for me, it was the mentality thing and thinking, yeah, we can pass this around and we'll easily beat Stevenage. So I think Emery this week would have given them a rattling and told them, you are no better than any side if you don't come with your A game. Because anyone can beat anyone. We know that it's, it's football at the end of the day. No one is too good for any side. Anyone can be anyone. So hopefully he's drilled that into them. But what I will say is, with a bit of perspective and taking a step back, you know, we've got to, in a sense, remove the cup from memory now and look forward because it's done. We're not in a cup competition until next season. And we know that the league is clearly a priority for this manager and for these players. And we will see a strong start in eleven with players who will also have been hurt from that loss. I have no doubt that, you know, I, I can't speak for all of them. I don't know them. But you'd like to think that every one of those players will have also felt embarrassed and will be thinking, right, that was a bit of a, a shocking result. And trying to watch my language here. So um, they'll want to come out on, on Friday night and perform as well. They've got a point to prove now that this manager needs to keep them on the side so I don't feel negative in that sense I think it will be I hope it will be a, a, a big change and that it will have proved to them that yes you've got a great manager now you're signing good players but if you don't go into a game and give it 110% and put a bit of heart and grit and soul into it you're going to lose games. It doesn't matter if you're a £100 million player with a £100 million manager. It's So much of this game is on mentality. And like, we've spoke about it before, the soft underbelly. It, it's got to change. But it doesn't change overnight. And we know that a new manager, especially one that you hire for a project, a long-term ambition, they need time and there are going to be low points. You're going to have stinky results where you think, oh God, this is just like it was under Gerard, or oh God, this is no better than Dean Smith. We're going to have games like that and it's just the reality of football. But you know, in the long term, you see improvement and it will be gradual, but it will be noticeable. So we're just on that journey, aren't we? And I think, you know, it is the perspective. Don't get me wrong, I was in a foul mood uh, on Sunday night, but you have to come away from it and think there will only be lessons learned. You know, he, this manager won't allow that to keep happening.
0: Yeah, you make some really, really good points. And you know, one thing that's probably about it's about to happen, isn't it? Is that a uh, January signing from last season, a thirty-something million pound left back is about to be replaced by another player. Now, if that doesn't ring alarm bells through the whole squad, that a player that has been here virtually 12 months is about to be replaced, then hopefully that in itself should give some of the players a kick up the backside. You mentioned some points about mentality and I think they now need to start to understand that there is very soon about to be a a big expectation and this expectation has got to be met. They've got to start to become consistent and take responsibility and be professional on the football pitch. And what I mean by that is if the leaders aren't on the pitch such as Martinez, such as Tyrone Mings, then somebody else has to step up and do that role, such as the corner that Steven had scored off. We allowed a player to be hovering around the 18-yard box with not one Villa player going out to him. Then the run for Molly Watkins was just laboured. He wasn't busting a gut to close it down. It's all things that are avoidable, yet they're things that are happening on the football pitch that the players are sort of thinking, oh, we just go through the motions and I'll just try and close him down. And if, if I don't do it, then someone else behind me will have to mop up and sort it out. I think that thing's got to change because what we're about to see under Unai Emery is if you don't perform, there will now be a repercussion and that repercussion will be, you will be sold or you will be moved on and we will bring someone in that can do the job and that's where I feel like the squad have sort of set in a little bit because they've realized that if I play bad tomorrow then next game I'll, I'll still probably be in the side or I can play bad for a few games but I'll still be I'll still be involved and I think that's a part of the club that I think is a bit of a problem that that they're They've been here for a long time and, and it's just that mentality and that vibe. And for me, what happened against Stevenage, I, I don't technically think it was an ability thing. I just think it was the mentality and, and th- the way they go about things. Ryan, we, did, we haven't catched your thoughts. <clears throat> so where, where are you <clears throat> after hearing what we've been discussing? Well,
2: the result was pure ride pure rage after the game, mainly because again, we're knocked out of the FA Cup. We we were we were buzzing what we that we got Stevenage at home. No disrespect to Stevenage, but when that draw happened, we were all buzzing, we thought finally home game, league to opposition. We should comfortably be in the fourth round. And once we're in that fourth round, we could get going, get motoring, just get into a competition again. Like there's been no competition football for Villa for so long. And we crave it. We crave it. You know, we're a mid-table Premier League team um, and we're just craving a cup run. Every every um, season preview, we just say, oh, I hope we just go full strength. We have a go at the cups and it just never materialises. And um, for a club like us, it, it should be our aim because it's, it's, it's a way to get into Europe. It's a way to give the fans a day out. It's a way to lift a trophy, man. It's been like... Christ knows what, was it 96 the last time we won it against Leeds? And it's like, we're crying out for it, we're desperate for it. And like, I was in shock that we'd lost to Stevenage. And then this morning, I was like, you know what? It weren't a shock. It weren't a shock. You know, them players, again, self-destruction. We've seen it so many times. I mean, we were so, so, so soft. And look, Henry made eight changes. You know, we put a team together. That he had faith in, you know, he's giving everyone an opportunity to stake a claim, to get into this side. The 11 at the minute is picking itself, so they've got a chance. Um, and put the last five minutes aside, the approach was okay. It, it weren't bad. It, it was it was patient. It was possession-based. We had a lot of the ball. We were disciplined. The shape was good. The tempo was lacking, desperately lacking. The, the, the speed at which we moved the ball um, and this is not just the Stevenage game. I, I feel like uh, the Wolves game as well, the, the tempo. we just got to move it quicker, but I'm guessing that will come over time with this new philosophy that we're doing. But yesterday's desire to, to execute the moves and to, to go and get two, three, four goals up top was shocking. You, you look at the talent you've got up top, the names, the transfer fees you pay, the wages we pay them, it was bad, man. It was bad. And you you start to think the reason why these guys are at Aston Villa, you know, bottom half table, Premier League table, is because they are inconsistent, aren't they? They cannot do it on a week-to-week basis. Or they'd be a top, top European side or fighting it out for the Champions League in this division. So it's very, very humbling. Um, and, And... the warning shots were there, you know. That Norris hit the crossbar, he had the the offside goal as well that that Danny Rose put in. So the warning shots were there to stay focused. And then it just lost that fight at the end, didn't it? And I think a lot of the players just sealed their fate in that last couple of minutes. That sealed their, their future, their future at this football club. Uh, we've got an elite coach that wants to play in an elite way. And Basically, they're not up for it. There's a lot of them players that are not up for it. And like you say with Luka Dean, they're going to get moved on. Even though I don't think Luka Dean's done too bad, but the way Emery wants to play and like um, through his left-back position, he likes ball carriers, he likes it to attack. Um, you know, these players are going to get moved on. Um, and it's just the mentality thing. It's like... They're like buckled, they're like bruised. They're like, I don't know... How you come back from it? The Wolves game that you touched on there, Luke. I, I put that down to a bit of a hangover from Spurs, a bit of a hangover from the effort for Liverpool. Played two big games there off the back of the World Cup break. So we're getting into it. And I just, I thought it was a bit of a hangover, but now I'm looking at it, going, Nah, there's no hangover there. Again,
0: it's a mentality issue, and that that that's that's why I've got this little bit of a weird feeling. Is because I, I'm. I'm I'm matching the two together. Do you know what I mean? And and I think I think that Stevenage thing should do us the world of good on Friday. But, but the only reason we got
2: a point against Wolves wasn't the players. It weren't the players that were coming on. It was Emery. Emery got us that point. No disrespect to Dino or, or Gerard. We lose that game. It's Emery that got us that point. And the only positive that I can claw from this Stevenage game is that you learn... More from a defeat than a win. The, the, the issues now that have been raised and what we're looking at now, we would have paper over them cracks, wouldn't we? If we would have just petered out to a 1 0 win. And I thought Tottenham, I thought Tottenham away was a landmark victory. I, yeah. think, I thought, you know, in two or three years' time, I'd look back and go, you know what? Tottenham away, New Year's Day is where it all changed. But I'm thinking now that Stephen is at home, knocking us out of the FA Cup is where it all changed and where we thought, fuck this, we're stepping up now. We're in business. So, um, we've just got to hope that this is the landmark moment now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Another one. <Apple> stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Justin, have some wisdom.
3: <laughs> I don't think it's wisdom. It's, um, I just say this sitting here, listen to all you lot, agree with everything you're all saying, to be honest. It's, uh, it's, it's good stuff. Um, Look, up until the Wolves game, things were going swimmingly, weren't they? You know, we 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 had some really good performances. Great win against United, broke the duck there. Away to Brighton, really tough place to go. 1-0 down early. Didn't see anything out of that game. Got back, won that game. Fantastic. Wow, this is good, isn't it? Liverpool, I think we was in that game a lot. And, and had we took our chances, we'd have got a better result there. Then at 2-1, we're chasing the game. We got done on the break. The United Cup tie as well, very similar. 2-1 down, could have got something out of the game. We're pressing all game, looked decent in that game, got done on the break, you know, 3-1. And then we hit the Wolves, go, sorry, then we go to Spurs, outstanding performance. And to an extent, I think I think the hangover was that they all sort of went, we've cracked this, look at this, we cracked it, got a new manager, been to Spurs, walked the floor with them, bring everyone on now. And the Wolves game was a real shock first half, wasn't it? Because it was back to the bad old days of, of previous managers. You know, it's almost like towards the end of a lot of our previous managers' tenures where it looks like they just hadn't got a clue. But he pulled it out of the fire. We got a result. So I suppose the first 45 against Wolves. and, the, and But I was, I was incredibly, incredibly disappointed with the first 80 minutes against Stevenage. I, I just thought the tempo was wrong. The intensity wasn't there. And I don't know why, if I'm honest, whether they just thought they were just going to waltz through the game, which that's what it looked like. The passing was, yeah, it was pretty. There was the odd flick here from Coutinho and somebody flicked it over someone's head. Lovely. But just get the job done. Be professional. Beat them 2-3-0. Let's go into the next round. I will say something now, and I'll put this on record. If I ever see a weakened team in a cup competition again, I will absolutely lose my shit. Because I cannot... I, you know, I'm nearly 50 now. There's a very limited amount of years left for me to see us win the pissing FA Cup. So, <laughs> is there any chance we could just go full full steam ahead <laughs> and play our best team? Because if I go and we haven't won that FA Cup, <laughs> I'm going to come back and haunt Villa Park, I'm telling you now, because <laughs> it's it's annoying the shit out of me. We have to go, and, I, I, you know, not just Villa, other clubs, it's for their fans, a day out of Wembley in a semi or a final... Is fantastic. It, you cannot beat a day out at Wembley. Obviously, you want to go and win it, and that's not always the case. But a cup run, we haven't had a cup run for seven years. It's it's for a club of our size, it's frankly embarrassing. So I don't want to see a weakened team anymore. But I think a lot of what you've all said is, is true. You know, we've got to learn from these two results now. And, and Emery, probably, like Ryan said, would have learnt more from that first 45 against Wolves with his first team and against. Stevenage with his sort of backup squad than probably he did in the first five games of his tenure with us. Players that he can can or can't rely on. There's been one or two sort of comments knocking about that he came out with the written press, I think especially and was sort of hinting that, that players didn't sort of do what he asked of them. And that's the biggest problem for me now. We have blatantly got some very good footballers. We've got footballers that are more than capable of turning it on. The problem that they have got now with the manager that we have got now is that he will not put up with under-par performances. He, He will put out a very detailed plan of how we're going to attack this game. And the 11 he picks, it's up to them. The burden is put on them to execute that plan on the pitch. Now, if that doesn't happen, who do they blame? Because they've been given all the tools. They know what to do. Then he's worked out a way of beating whatever team we're playing on the pitch. Now, if they go back in that dressing room after that game, who are they going to blame? Oh, boss, you didn't, you know, you didn't tell me that he'd made that room. You didn't tell me that they're strong there. He gives them all the information they need, and if they don't execute it, it's because a that they're not capable of executing a plan, or b they're just not bothered. And if either of them two things are the case, then he will just replace them. I've no doubt about it. We've got a hardcore and a Base of players that I think will be with us for quite a few years, barring those five, six, seven players. I think the rest are really looking over their shoulders now.
0: Yeah,
2: mm. I think
3: I think a lot of them are comfortable in mid-table
2: at now, and I think we've had that problem for years and years. Is that and years. their level, though, Ryan? Yeah,
0: and the, and you, mm. you know, you you make this point about like being comfortable, and it it's that whole sense of being comfortable in their own little bubble their own little environment their own their own environment of I like it at villa it's good in it it's like we've got brilliant facilities we've got a great stadium we've got we got all this and that and I know I can just chill but where is the where is the drive and the exp- and the um the willingness to want to exceed and do better. I listened to one of the uh, Stevenage players in his uh, post-match interview, and he said, "We came here, and we know Villa are better. We know Villa have got better players." But he mentioned the willingness to to run further, to 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 have the correct mentality and 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 a, and a belief that that side of the game that they can they can be better than us and, and that's what I get at times. I get that whole I, I just don't feel like the psyche is right in the in, in the belief in what we're trying to do. And I think that transcends to mediocrity. And I think like okay now isn't good enough under Emery, is it? It's not okay. So I, I just really hope that emery has gone in on him this week and he spoke about application and and what is expected because i think if he, if we get that right then i think we've got we've got a chance to be okay at, at this moment in time up until the end of the season and i think they've just got to believe trust emery trust emery's plan do what emery wants them to do and like we saw against spurs united Brighton, you follow the plan, you execute the plan, you, you'll you'll be on the end of more good results than you will bad ones. Mm. But the minute you don't do what the plan is, i.e., Wolves first half, then you'll have big big problems. So the the thing is as well, Luke, like Stevenage
2: players and Stevenage have probably got more to play for this season than us. They're second in League Two. They're pushing They're in a title race. They're trying to get promoted to League One, we're lingering mid-table. You know, surely, as players, forget the prize money of the Premier League and, and you know, an, an extra space in the Premier League will get you yeah, X amount more millions. As players, as players, we needed that cup competition more than the Stevenage players and in the end, it comes down to the desire of the Stevenage players just wanting it more, didn't it? Wanting it. And yeah. that's, you know, that is, that is why we're so upset, isn't it? That's why the mood is sombre, you know, you can, you can lose a game, it happens, FA Cup, shocks happens, it's just the manner of it, the professionalism of it, the desire of it that's that's really, really rattled us, uh, you know, I sit here thinking, are we overreacting, are we going a bit too deep, but I, I don't think we are, I don't think we are, I think, no, because I think it's we've needed, been here
0: before.
2: yeah, it's not the first that's time, the is thing. it, yeah,
0: I think the warning yeah. signs. Yeah, that, exactly. Exactly that. And it's built it, up to it, this moment. Hasn't yeah. It? And, what it, and, and I'll tell you what it is, right? What it is is in the past, we've had these little warning signs going on, flickering away, and we've ignored it because we're trying to see past the, 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 what is happening. But the fact that it's happened twice now, little niggling things, and then we've seen how it's ended up, now we can see that it's it, it, what's going on. We can see it clearer now. So I think that's why it's so early under Emery. And yes, it's it's the little niggly warning signs. Okay, to some fans, we've just lost to Stevenage. So what? We were never going to win the FA Cup. But it's those minor details now that are highlighted a little bit further. And I think um, Hannah and Ryan, you just uh, hit, hit the nail on the head there.
1: Uh, I think one to, other thing. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Just, sorry. Go on, Hannah, Carry You on. go
3: first. Now you go first. Okay.
1: Um, it was just listening to your talk again. It was something I meant to mention earlier, but about the fact that you know, teams that come up against the big dogs in the in the cut competitions have the mentality that anyone can beat anyone, and it's that idea that you can go into a game and you know, if I play well, we can beat this side, and. You know, I don't like to do it, but I think the perfect example of things like this are teams like Newcastle, Brentford, and at some points in recent history, Leeds, where they are putting in whopper performances and getting massive results. I mean, look at Newcastle; they're absolutely flying. They've got some quality players, but man to man, would you say they're over overachieving? Are they overperforming? Where does that come back to? It's all up here because they've created that culture in such a short space of time, which is why I've got hope for Aston Villa. In such a short space of time, under a manager they trust, with a good, tight-knit group of players who trust each other, know what the job is, and they believe. It is that belief. They're going into games now. Same with Brentford. They go into it thinking, we can beat this and we can get a good result. And that is something that we lack. We have the ability, we've got the manager, we've got the facilities, we need that belief. And I think you wish that we'd got that from Spurs. Maybe it wasn't enough, but it's, it is, yeah, it's that next step now is to, for these players to go out and to have that pride, to have that team spirit and to have that belief that gets you over the line in tough games, because games where you're going against the underdog, like Friday night, leads will go into it and on paper they will be the underdog. But, you know, if you go into those games and you don't, um, and you underestimate them, we've seen what happens, happened against Wolves. We all went into that thinking, oh, it's three points. But, you know, you need that belief that we need to beat this side. We can't just sit back and relax. You've got to have that 100% mentality every game. And we just don't, We don't have that yet. And to me, that's the biggest issue at the club.
3: I think that's actually led well onto my point, actually, Hannah. I think something that that would lead us to have that better mentality and something I think we have missed at the club for a very, very long time is a a general on the pitch, a a proper lead from the front. Take no crap, captain. You look at all the most successful teams in the history of the Premier League, they've all been led by players that don't take anything other than 100%, either at training or match-to-match. You look at Terry, Gerrard, Vieira, Roy Keane, Brian Robson, Vincent Company, Tony Adams. They will not accept second best. And even if you lose a game, you have to give everything to you know, to attempt to win that game. And I just feel like that's something that needs addressing at the club. Somebody on that pitch, not only the players can look to as a focal point that can drag you through games, but the fans can look to to think it ain't going right on the pitch. We've got the right man off the pitch, but we need somebody we can trust on the pitch that will grab them and go. How many times in games, like the Wolves first half, Stevenage going, if you've got that leader on the pitch, who would almost, he's almost looking and th- thinking what we're thinking, this is terrible. I need to bang some heads together here to sort this out, because we don't have that. <laughs> yeah, and, we lack so leaders critical. All over the, we yeah. lack a critical. Pitch, yeah, exactly. It is such a critical thing to have on the training ground when, when you turn up for training and, and, and they, they demand excellence. Because that's yeah. where we are heading. We're heading to a place that demands only excellence if you want to win anything or even achieve anything in football now. That's what you need. So you need it, that focal point. And it's a standard, isn't it, on the pitch? Exactly. Set the it, 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 it's a standard of,
0: you know, when we do them player ratings and like, you know, someone's, you know, imagine you're on the pitch and someone's having a bit of a shit game. Drag him up and tell him that he's got to. Play better or he's got to do something or, you know, give him a bit of a bollocking if he's not done well, something right. And
3: How many times have you watched Sky when Keen and, and, say, Neville have been on the panel and Neville's having a bit of a laugh about something, about what happened in the, in the olden days, and Keane just stares him out and says, I wouldn't have put up with that. And Neville thinks it's funny, but he knows that Keane wouldn't have stood for it. You know, he's as important as the manager. And we haven't got that. I love and manage as captain. He was great, but he didn't have that aura. And, and, and for all that, that, that McGinn's been up and down with his form, and he does look like he's picking up his form, he's just not a natural leader. He's just not.
1: Yeah, Maybe definitely. Bubakar
3: Kamara could evolve into that eventually because he's got the stature. He's got the game. He plays in, for me, a good position to be a leader for centre midfield, and he can dictate the play. I, he's I, a bit I, young, I would, he's got to grow into yeah. it. But
0: I, I would probably say it needs someone to come in and be like, be made captain, you yep. know? So, it's, you know, so it's not like it's one of the lads, you know, one of the lads that they, they get on with maybe off the pitch to start with. And they all friendly yeah. with, I think it probably needs someone to just come no, straight yeah. in. You're the captain and then they set their standard the minute they get here. That, that's, that's, what, that's, what that's, what, that's
2: what Emery sells him when he signs the player. So yeah. look, you're coming in as captain. This is what I expect here. These are the players you gotta manage. This is how I want it managing. You're my man. And, and he's gotta come in there with that authority and, and take over Body Moorheath because it is severely lacking all over the pitch. Even, you know, Holly Watkins. He rattled me. He's still rattling me now, that closing down from that corner. You know, Ollie is one of our main men. He's he should be one of our leader. He should be the leader pack. And just the, the effort that he put in to close that ball down and his body shake when he hit it, he sort of opened the goal up for him.
3: Yeah, but you
2: know, know what? No desire to yeah. block that ball and a leader would a leader would throw any part of his body at that ball. And and that is what we're just lacking, man. Big time. But I was
0: I was watching, sorry, I was watching that um That goal, I mean, I don't know why I keep watching it, but I've been watching it. And uh, after that goal, you see Luka Dean and and Watkins having a bit of an argument. And I'm just like, why didn't you tell him then to go and pick up the man while the ball was still in play? Don't argue with him after the goal's gone in the back of the net because it's pointless. And that is precisely what we're on about. A true leader would have had all that sorted, that have had him picking his man up, that have been, you know, and, and I just think that's where it has
3: come from as well. So uh, I, think I think we've... Sorry, go sorry, on. Just, go. I think the last time we had a, a, a player like that, and this is what I would advocate for now, was when John Terry came in. He he immediately wandered in, waltzed into Villa park with... Half of them probably didn't have met him before, but it was, you're the captain, John. And, and and then the level, you could see the levels went up, you know, a bit like Thiago Silva when he walked into Chelsea, huge yeah. club. And he walked in there, captain's armband, right, these are the levels now, lads. So I would maybe advocate even a short-term older player to come in and settle the ship, to give them that level to say, this is where your level should be. You know, Ashley Young's done it to an extent this season, because, you know, it, with his experience. I don't know, it's just, it's just something that came to me, I don't know.
0: Cool. Well, we'll leave it there then. So you have done our leads prediction Premier League chat before. We've tried to decipher and, and split them a bit and then go into team problems and <laughs> warning signs and things that we're a little bit worried about and, and how we feel like things need to improve short term. Um, so we will do our score predictions. I think there has to be a reaction. There has to be a performance and Emery won't settle for what has been going on in the last game and a half. So, with that in mind, obviously, I'm going for a 2-1 Villawin. <laughs> Ryan? Oh,
2: I was thinking 1-0, but Leeds have got a good scoring record at our place, haven't they? They've scored up like, three goals in the last three games. Um, I'm going to copy you, mate. I'm going to copy you. 2-1. Hopefully we get the first. Hopefully it's just a consolation goal from Leeds. And
0: Uh, we need to stop conceding
2: early as well. Big time, big time. How many times have we had a point before the game and and said, whatever we do, let's not concede the first 10 minutes. See each other after the game. What the hell did we do? Concede after 10 minutes? Shocker. So keep it tight, Villa, for our ourselves, please. Hannah? Don't want to
1: copy both, so I will advocate for a... Advocate for a clean sheet, which I think we need. Uh, And I'll go for a 2-0 and we're going to get an early goal and it's going to lift the spirits. It'll be like a weight lifted off everyone's shoulder.
3: Love it. And Justin? I I see goals in this game. I think there's goals in it for Leeds and for us. So I'm going to go for a barnstorming 3-2 to Villa. Oh. That
1: was my second thought, you know. What? I did think it's about just, that. The, the
3: way it's gone over the last few years against Leeds, I think Ryan's it now and They don't fear coming to Villa Park and they'll be confident to, to, to score at least and try and get something out of the game. So, we've got to be brave. So, I can see a few goals maybe on Friday. Hopefully, we'll come out on the right side of it. <laughs> hopefully. Cool. <laughs>
0: so, it's been a bit of a longer episode than normal. So, hopefully... You've enjoyed it. Um, Drop your thoughts in the comment section down below. Subscribe to the channel if you are new, you are enjoying our content. Um, Drop the video a like as well, and then we'll have plenty of content coming up this week as well. So uh, plenty for you to, to watch and listen to as well. So thanks for watching and up the villa. Up the villa.